Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brizzy inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past, headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are continuing our salute to the one, the only, Jim Hawthorne. Well, Jim, last week we traced your career from uh, about 1904 uh, up to... <laughs> up to uh, Those are the pewter days of radio. <laughs> but we talked about your early days in, in radio and yeah, television. up to TV, right. Up to TV. And then you did a strange thing, something that few people did. You went from a television show to a radio show. Right, yeah. Now, you were good friends with Steve Allen. Yeah, as I think, as I recall, I introduced Steve to television because I had been on two or three years, and he was doing a radio show on KNX at midnight. Mm -hmm. And uh, he went on to New York to, to with CBS and was going to do a daytime uh, TV show for them, which he did. And this left a, a hole on midnight for somebody to fill. And... Yeah. Uh, well, the, the show I'm going to play is a little before that. Now, this you were still doing your TV show, mm -hmm. but Steve Allen was sick one night. This was September 13th, 1950, and you replaced Steve Allen just for the evening. Wait a minute. Uh, this is George Fangschleister from Columbia Square. <laughs> Tom, Tom, why don't, you, why don't you open the show? I certainly will. Thank you very much, Harry. Yes, it's Steve Allentine, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Allentine brought to you by Owl Drugs. Well, friends, just a brief announcement. Our good friend Steve is slightly under the weather, or versa vice tonight. But in any event, Mr. Allen won't be here. We have an even worse catastrophe, I think. <laughs> the incredible, the incomparable, the unique. Ladies and gentlemen... The Hawthorne thing. Uh, thank, you. thank you, thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. When uh, when Steve called me, Steve incidentally has ingrown heels. That's what's the matter. <laughs> Steve call called me this afternoon. I said I'd love to do it. At that time, I'd just done two hours on the Jarvis show. This is on Telehogan in the afternoon. Then I did my six to seven show, and then I collapsed in between to the ten o'clock show. Now we're doing the midnight show, and this runs until four in the morning. <laughs> now we're very happy. I, you know, these people up here in the booth, I'm pointing now, there's a, they're listening to NBC. That's what they're doing. <laughs> They've got another program tuned in there. How's everything? Lousy. Good. <laughs> I, I would like to uh, say, Steve usually comes on with a theme song, you know, he does some kind of a theme. I have a little theme, he, the one he used to use is people call him laughing boy remember that well i thought i'd bring it back tonight because i know that you'd like to hear it steve hasn't played it for a long time and i don't know why so here is the theme people call him laughing boy people call him hogan boy he's always got a scowl on his face and just because he's hogan boy 
the folks all think he's such a disgrace. Uh, here we are, gathered together for another flower of... Brought to you by the makers of... Remember when you go to your store, ask for Owl Rexall. And the owl people will waddle up to you. And I will be seeing you. That's, that, was a, that was a good show, and this is the show that had the longest laugh in radio history, I what think. What was that? All right. Uh, you, um, well, first of all, there were lots of commercials on the show. Oh, yeah. And that. Tom Hanlon was the announcer. Yes. And he read a commercial about lipstick. Mm-hmm. And this was a girl that you had interviewed earlier in the show. Now, and he asked her a question, and she gave absolutely the wrong answer. But it got a big laugh, and we're going to hear it right now. Oh, wait a minute. Do I do one now, or do you do one? I think it's my turn this time. Oh, goody. You know, Jim, I just want to... Um, uh, Al Drugstores want me to remind all the girls about that new non-smear lipstick that the young lady from San Diego mentioned. Would you put the mic down there? I'd like to ask her a couple of questions, Jim. Uh, this is the... Uh, <laughs> this is the new guitar lipstick that she said she bought. Uh, did you find that it needs no constant retouching, miss? That's right. That's true. Hmm? And uh, it says it positively will not rub off if properly applied. Did that happen? Uh, no, actually, it doesn't. I was surprised. I was eating my breakfast this morning, and I didn't get any lipstick on the cup at all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it says. It won't come off on napkins or drinking cups. It also says it won't soil men's collars at dances. How about that? Well, I don't know about men's collars, but it didn't come off on the pillowcase last night. <laughs> anything unusual about that at all. I mean, what... I, mean, what I didn't even think... hear what she said. <laughs> what do you think they sleep on down in San Diego? Hair mattresses? <laughs> uh, tell me this. Which one of the eight lovely Paris-created shades did you buy? Oh, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Hmm? She got a tattooed on her hair. <laughs> yeah, four cherries. <laughs> That's what it says. Oh, yeah. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Thank you, Jim. Well, anyway, you buy it, you buy it for a buck, lady. You buy it for a dollar, and it's called guitar. Jim, you better take the next one, huh? Here, you can have this. Dear, dear. Tune in tomorrow night on KFI for the new Steve Allen show. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> the audience was laughing at that, that gag because the program was on KNX, yeah, the CBS yeah. station in Los Angeles. You know, I, this, uh, I recall it, and it triggers uh, one of the things we used to do frequently, and you could do this on radio, you could never do it on television, but something would happen like this about 
you know, when I started doing the show regularly. Well, they had a regular routine. First of all, up in the control room, it would be empty. Everybody would get down on the floor. You know, uh-huh. Oh, so you mean they disappear? Yeah, yeah, and the lights would go on, and then I'd point up there. But now remember, not a word's going on the air, but we were timing it so the laugh keeps going on forever. Uh-huh. We didn't do it on this particular one. And then the curtains would come, that would, would uh, close. Uh-huh. And uh, then the lights in the auditorium would go up, and the ushers would come down, and everybody shoo everybody out. Uh, and then I would get down on my knees and, and start praying, you know, hoping that nothing happened to the show and uh, or that we'd drop the microphone, anything to keep the, the laughs going. Yeah. So later on, it, it became quite a thing that we'd spend maybe get four, five, six minutes out of a laugh. And the radio audience never knew what happened. They thought this was a, such a funny thing, you know. Well, this was a genuine laugh, and yeah, that was a was funny real. evening. And I think that was the first night you ever replaced uh, Steve Yeah, Allen. that's right, that's right. And it, uh, it peaked... Uh, CBS's uh, imagination. Well, it's the strength of this that they call me and want to know if I want to take the show. Right, a year left. and a half later, mm-hmm. uh, you did, or no, no, it was uh, maybe six, eight months later. Oh, well, yeah. It you started yeah. doing the the, uh, the nighttime show, right, Midnight yeah, to One. I did that for four, three, four years. But uh, uh, in 52, you had a network show, Coast to Coast on CBS. Oh, yeah, that's right. You remember that one? Yeah, that was an audience show. That was it? an audience show, and I have you doing a warm up. May 8th, 1952. This is the audience warm-up for the Hawthorne Show. So let's try it twice as fast. Here we go. One, two, three. Hup! Oh, more than that. Only sort of let it fade off into the distance. Sounds like somebody shut the door on you down here. Sort of let it go drift away off into the distance here. And if anything strikes you funny, feel perfectly free to laugh. It's all right. And aim at these microphones overhead here. You want to try one round of laughs? Here we go. Now I have a little kindergarten there. <laughs> well, that was very good. You keep that in mind. Mel, you got some things we got to yes, do here. Yes, I'd like to uh, have you help me out on the opening of the program. Uh, see, I, I come on cold. That's an expression we use in radio. And I say, from Hollywood, it's Hawthorne coast to coast. Then there's a little theme, and we'd like to have you applaud right there. And when you see the sign of the broken wrist, then you come ahead and, and applaud. <laughs> uh, I'll divide the house in half, and this half over here... Uh, you've all heard of Johnny Ray, the singer who sings Ray. Well, you go Ray. Let's hear it. <laughs> Real loud one now. Get in there and pitch. One, two, three. Hup! Ray! Now, this side, you heard the song Who? You know the song Who? All right, here we go with Who. Who? You're louder than this side. You can make it louder. We haven't even started yet, lady. Oh, it's right outside. There. You all set? You got, the, you got the Ray over here? Let's hear one Ray. One more, and there we go. What? That's fine. We'll do that once, see, during the show. Any other questions? We all set? Good. Don't be nervous now. From Hollywood, it's Hawthorne Coast to Coast. Yes, from west to east, it's time now to meet again the funny, friendly guy with the Airedale crew cut, the oversized horn-rimmed glasses... He's six feet tall and has only one name. Everybody calls him... Hawthorne! That's right, Hawthorne, and here he is. Oh, thank you and greetings once again to all you folks out there. And a very special greeting to you guys and gals that couldn't get down here to the studio. In fact, there's so many of you listening in all over the country that uh, just one little hello isn't going to do the trick, so I, I thought maybe I'd do it this way. Hello, 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 hello. You used a lot of echo chambers on your... On your yeah, that was a tape return. We, we, well, of course, television spawned a lot of them, too, because mm-hmm. we didn't have any budget for TV. 
And they carried over into radio, and then uh, radio refined them and did a lot of gimmicks with tape and so forth. Yeah. That was Mel Baldwin uh, uh, who uh, did the announcing on the show. Uh-huh. Mel's one of the comedy geniuses when it comes to writing and delivering, too. But he, uh, he, he went a completely different route on the air, and he hosted a, a Music Till Dawn show in Los Angeles. Then he went on to Chicago. He went in the interim, he went around the world and uh, enjoyed life quite a bit, and then uh-huh. he decided to settle down in Chicago, and he's still in Chicago. Yeah. Would you always do a, a funny warm-up to get the audience? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, always did a warm-up. Uh, well, <laughs> we had sometimes either a warm-up or a cool-down. It depended on <laughs> you know, how things went. How did it feel when you didn't have an audience? I remember at KLAC, uh, between Christmas and New Year's when it was raining, there might only be seven people oh, in the yeah. audience. Well, of course, an audience gives you that little whatever it is that uh, puts on a little better show, I think, that, uh, that uh, indefinable spark. You know. Obviously, it helps a performer. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to. You had a lot of guests on your show on CBS. Yes, uh, I think practically everybody was on the show. Well, I've got a recording of uh, the night uh, Sinatra joined you on the show. <laughs> Frank right. Sinatra was uh, was there, more or less. Here it is. At the start of today's show, I, I mentioned that some of our talented guests were here on records and some of them were here in person. Well, our very special guest tonight is Frank Sinatra. That's right, and, and uh, when we asked Frank to be on the show, he hesitated only a moment and immediately left for New York. <laughs> But uh, this didn't stop us. You're going to hear Frank Sinatra on a special recorded interview. Now, what we did was to send Frank a script, and we asked him if he would record just his answers and then leave the blank spaces for my questions, you see. You know what's coming, don't you? Well, that's, that's the idea of the thing, you see. Uh, Frank consented to do just that, and the recording of his interview is on a turntable right now. But unfortunately, what Frank doesn't know and I didn't either until just now because I can't find my copy of the written interview, you see. <laughs> but you'll, you'll still get to hear Frank. Don't you worry about that. I've got it here. I think I can remember the questions as we go along. I had them here just a minute ago. Well, you give Frank a warm welcome here and I'll see if I can find the questions. Well, uh, uh, I'll ad-lib my part. Howdy, Frank, and welcome. Mr. Brian, I leave you with three words. Not bad, huh? Uh, well, Frank, I'd like to find out about your new picture, Meet Danny Wilson. I understand it's a very clever picture, and that it'll well, be... Well, it a... couldn't happen soon enough. Thanks Thank very much for your trouble, and I sincerely hope you and the public like the show. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Danny Wilson is a movie released by Universal International, and I know that you have a big part in fact, you're the star, and... Uh... Yeah, it sort of took me back to the old days. Of course, I put on a little more weight since then, about a pound and a half, I think. <laughs> Oh, uh, that reminds me. Do you like food, uh, for instance, spaghetti? I imagine it'd be one of your favorites. It is mine. Thanks. It's nice to be here. <laughs> we don't seem to be coordinating at all here, Frank. I would say, anyway. <laughs> I might say that that's the understatement of the year. Yeah. Well, now let's get down to Danny Wilson. In this picture, I understand you play a part that closely parallels you and you your... You go right ahead and do that, Dad. Those uh-huh. royalty fees sure come in handy. What are you going to play? Well, I wasn't going to play anything. Uh, let's, let's change the subject. Where are you from, Frank? Where, what's part of the country you're from? Well, don't rush me now. One question at a time. Let me tell you about the picture first, huh? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Who was in the picture with you, Frank? Shall we dance? Huh? Shall we dance? Huh? Shall we dance? Huh? Shall we dance? Huh? This is getting confusing, Frank. 
I'd like to ask you a little bit about something that uh, maybe you could help me yeah, with. Yeah, I guess actually it is, and I was sort of kidding the way I read the lines before. Well, then let's get back to food. Spaghetti, I found a way to cook spaghetti. You can make it tender. Well, if you get a good song, you get a good record. It's really not the personality. It never has been. It's the song. Uh, what have you been doing recently, Frank? Anything unusual? Oh, lots of things. Working in nightclubs, doing stage shows, making a movie. And everywhere I've been, I've been singing. Well, good. Well, tell us about making the picture, would you? I'd like to know a little bit about making Be the picture. Be glad to. And by the way, that last song you played is in the picture. Song? <laughs> you mean Top of Old Baldy? Shelley Winters, I think her name is. Uh-huh. Well, look, uh, 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 Shelley Winters uh, is a very famous girl, and I know she's in the picture with you. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about her? Right you are. And away we go. <laughs> I got a cute joke for you. Would you like to hear a joke? <laughs> Frank? <laughs> Say, you are a sly one. You'd like to be further confused because I'm the guy that can do it, you know. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for being here, and thank you for the interview, Frank. It's very kind of you to All make right. it. All right. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> thank you, Frank Sinatra. That's funny stuff. That's really funny stuff. So, well, uh, the, the, the premise is incongruity, which uh, uh, all humor is, you know. It, it's that which is different than you think is going to be. Well, and the audience dug immediately before it happened. What yeah, you were going to yeah. Do. So. Well, of course, I, I did that sort of thing a long time on, uh, on radio. And, in fact, in Denver was where I first did that. Jim, as, as we mentioned last week... Uh, you're on the armed forces, American forces. Well, right? Armed the forces then. Uh, no, now, I mean, <laughs> oh, your, yes. your new five-minute right, show. Uh -huh. And uh, you did 52 of these. Right. And they will be heard uh, following 25-minute programs. Yeah, they're, I think they're open-end. They can run them whenever they want to, the local stations. Uh, I want them to feel perfectly free to schedule them at least 10 times a day. Well, perhaps some of the disc... That's an idea. You know, maybe some of the disc jockeys that do early morning shows... Uh, would use some of these tracks. As a matter of fact, you should be doing a half-hour show on this network right now. Well, but all right. Maybe. <laughs> when, would, you, when, would you roll the tape, please? <laughs> when do you want to start? We've got a we've got a recording of uh, one of your uh, programs that you did here. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. For yeah. the for the service. Oh, this is the one with the breakup. This is the breakup. Oh, you know, um, we debated whether to release this or not, but it actually happened. So why not? Uh, and it's sort of a preview of what will happen later on. This is the preview <laughs> of all previews, I guess. Oh, I tell you. This here's here's Hawthorne on the AFRTS. Letters from um, we've got three letters here from one Miss Barney Siegel, who's a WAF, a WAF at uh, Clark Air Force Base in the Philippines. And uh, she wants to hear the Hawthorne Orchestra and Chorus singing a happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Spiegel, who are by the beach in Hawaii. She's going to record it and mail it back to them. So um, I will now have the uh, Hawthorne Orchestra and Chorus singing happy anniversary to Mrs. and Mr. and Mrs. Spiegel by, on the be by the beach in Hawaii. <laughs> Yankee Doodle Dandy, we'll have a picnic at the beach. For we like food that's sand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Miss Barney Spiegel, who is a WAF. Uh, oh, but she's got more things here. It says, I heard you mention one day that you were a kid at one time. And did I ever tell you about my childhood? At, <laughs> at the age of four, I had white hair. 
<laughs> you see, I had a nearsighted nurse, and she kept putting the talcum powder on the wrong place. <laughs> and uh, then she goes on to say, Then I entered school, and I was the only kid who ever flunked kindergarten. Hoping you are the same. She has a wonderful sense of humor. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, there. Thank you. <laughs> what are you doing right now? I don't know. I, I'm just trying to get through the mail here. And, uh, uh, well, if you have any any requests that you would like to... you'd like to have, send them to Hawthorne and in care of the station to which I'm listening. <laughs> and I'll, I'll send you information on the GI Bill. If you'd like to know about the GI Bill, ask your education counselor, please, will you? You, you have aid to education. And, and uh, oh, dear, I don't know. Uh, what did she write to me here? Oh, if you like to know about the uh, GI Bill, <laughs> you go to your education counselor and tell them that you'd like to know about aid to education. <laughs> you washing the dishes? No, no, I'm just sitting here reading the mail. I'll wash the dishes later, I, I think. Oh, dear. Well, I better get to some more mail. Um, did I mention the GI Bill? <laughs> I did. All right. Uh, there are a lot of aides to education on the GI Bill, and I would suggest that you go to them and say, hey, I'd like to know about that aid to education that I heard about uh, on Hawthorne uh, on the station to which I'm listening. That's a, that's a funny show. Well, <coughs> I... <coughs> you're doing, you're going to do it again, aren't no, you? No, I, I don't know what happened, but uh, I actually hurt all next day. After that, I, I gave exercise my muscles. I guess. You know, they used to do that in, in, uh, in me, radio. My voice is cracking with emotion here. They, they'd <laughs> try to break people up. They'd come in, and, and somebody would be reading a newscast, and, and uh, one oh, of the announcers yeah. would... Uh, light know, the fire in their shirt. Light sure. the newscast on fire, or take off his jacket and, uh, and his shirt, and yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I had that happen. Now, obviously not, not on, on this, this one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what set me off on that, but uh, it, something sure did. Well, I, I'm sure all the shows are that good and that funny, and I think we need more comedy. Well, they're, they're a lot of fun doing the things I know that. I really enjoy it. As a matter of fact, I plan to join the Army just so I can go over there and listen <laughs> to the show. Okay. Jim, thank you for I'm joining me. sure you write me. to me, will you? <laughs> thank you for joining me this week and, and last week. and uh, Next week. And no next more. week. No, listen, <laughs> it's been fun, and I'm going to pull out some more of uh, the old Hawthorne shows. All right. And well, I'd, I'd like to, to have you come back and be a guest again for the next 26 weeks. That's all right, Frank. I'll pick up your option. <laughs> thank you, and thank you for joining me. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio and our salute to Hawthorne. Now here's a thought to remember. The first successful artificial heart was developed in the United States in 1935. An American medical research ingenious has conquered many diseases from yellow fever to polio. Science has no nationality, but it can flourish best in a free society. Now this is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California. Join me next time for more great shows and personalities. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.